0: My
1: name is Matt Brown. It's a complete crap. Ah, oh, you don't mean that. Now let's start the show.
0: You having an unnatural allegiance to losers is not like you.
1: What? happening, everybody. The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Thursday, January 11th, 2023. We are giving you an early edition of the tweet TweetCab for this week in particular. And as we're about to go through the crazy stories on the internet, and as we are about to have a lot of fun with lots of laughs and all that good things that come with a good podcast, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the productive conversations podcast on all podcasting and platforms and youtube and don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding the show across all social media platforms we are on instagram at productive conversations podcast exit twitter at pod pod we're on tiktok at productive conversations and facebook at productive conversations so it's been a busy week, a uh, very productive week. Most of all, we had the astrology podcast earlier in the week. We preview Super Wildcard Weekend with the NFL playoffs just around the corner, and we complete every week as we usually do with another edition of the Tweet Cap. This time, we are doing it and releasing it on Thursday. Ryan can't record on thir- uh, can't record today, so we can't drop it on Friday. I mean, I guess we could have, but. You know, just to make it easier for everybody. Plus, I'm celebrating my birthday with some family members uh, today. And then my brother's birthday, Tommy, he turns 21 on Friday. So a huge happy birthday to him. You're the man. I love you. And I appreciate you so much, bro. You inspire me every day. You are turning into quite the young man. I'm very proud of you, bro. Love you. And happy birthday. So we're going to celebrate those on Thursday as well. So we're going to just drop the show today on Thursday. Lots of Thursday mentions, am I right? But it's going to be exciting. We had a... Even doing the tweet cap a little early, we had a crazy week of content to talk about. Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel heats up. Joe Coy at the Golden Globes. Bradley Cooper at the Golden Globes. People jumping in public fish tanks. And people discovering tunnels. And um, the NFL being greedy. And a bunch of other stuff will be discussed right here, right now. Plus, we have a few questions to finish the show. So, it's Ryan and Jose. Why don't we get into all of the fun and let us begin another TweetCat for each and every single one of you. All right, Ryan and Jose, let's talk about the crazy things that happen in our world this week. Here we go.
0: This is a very productive conversation.
1: It's a day early to drop the tweet cap, but there's been, enough in, there's been enough stories, a lot of craziness going on, that we could talk all about it. We have another tweet cap here on the Productive Conversations podcast, so let us talk about the crazy things that have been in our world this week. And a day early, Ryan is here, Jose is here. What's up, gentlemen?
0: What's How's up? How's it going, Matt?
1: Good. Very, very good. Happy to be here. So, why don't we hop into it right away and let's talk about, let's do the second portion of this conversation Aaron Rodgers versus Jimmy Kimmel. We talked last week about in a what he would have said a thrown away comment. Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee last week talking about the Epstein list and how Jimmy Kimmel does not want is afraid well the exact quote is um Jimmy Kimmel does not want that list to come out making implications and assumptions that you know what was involved with the monster who does very bad things to children that starts with the p word right so Jimmy Kimmel responds earlier this week goes on a show and right away responds to Aaron Rodgers first on Twitter and this time on his actual show and he said things like quote either he actually believes my name is going to be on Epstein's list which is insane or more likely scenario he doesn't actually believe that he just said it because he's mad at me for making fun of this topic and lies about and lies about being vaccinated jimmy declared on his show um And ultimately, adding on to that, he talked. He came at him for going to junior college, for having too many hits to the head, and um, he used words such as arrogant, and ignorant, and a hamster-brained man. Uh, <laughs> clearly, Jimmy Kimmel was not happy about what happened. Fast forward to Tuesday, Aaron Rodgers has his time to respond to Jimmy Kimmel, and <laughs> Aaron Rodgers said things like, "Quote." I'm glad that Jimmy's not on the list. I really am. And I don't think that he's the P word. And you know what that means. And you know, I think it's impressive that a man who went to Arizona State and has 10 joke writers can read off a prompter. Then he continued I wish him the best again. I don't give a shit what he says about me. But as long as he understands what I actually said and that I am not accusing him of being on the list, that I'm all for moving forward. So Rogers doesn't apologize. And Jimmy Kimmel has not responded since on his show. I've watched all his monologues. And it seems like this has ended for the most part. Pat McAfee criticized for not following up on Rodgers' comments. He did have some follow-ups during their discussion this week. And also to be noted... Pat McAfee said that Aaron Rodgers is no longer on the show for the rest of the NFL season. Reckon he was supposed to end his, supposed to end his uh, season of interviews this week anyways, but he wanted to make sure that everybody knows he's not coming back for the rest of the year. So a story that got ugly, a story that we could debate here and there, but it ends with no apology and, It seems both of these people are going to move on. Ryan, I want to start with you. What did you think about this? I mean,
0: incredibly disheartening that we didn't get an apology. Uh, I say we I don't actually care. He didn't say anything about me, but I do think an apology was probably warranted um, given uh, he could say what he wants. The insinuation was clear. We're not going to go through it again. The insinuation was clear. Anyone who, whether they went to Arizona State, <laughs> have ten joke writers, went to a prep school, whatever, anyone who listened to it, the, that original comment, knows what Aaron Rodgers meant. Um, so the idea that he's going to just pretend that he didn't mean that now is silly. Um, I I don't know why he said it. I think honestly. More than an apology, I'd love to know like what was he thinking, um, and we don't we don't know that either. And Jimmy Kimmel predicted that he wouldn't that wouldn't be addressed. Um, like he said, either he believes it, which is crazy, or he just said it because who knows why. And I would be fascinated to know what was going through his head when he said that. But uh, this was all fun games for this you know this season since his uh, leg was messed up. But next season, as a Jets fan. I'm going to need Aaron Rodgers to shut up. Like, I I don't like the shut up and play football or shut up and dribble thing. I think athletes are prominent figures and they should be able to speak their mind. But speak their mind means... Something needs to be said. Not just because you can talk doesn't mean you should. Uh, commenting on Jimmy Kimmel is not speaking your mind. That's being annoying. And the Jets have had a horrible season. I mean, better than I thought it was going to go, to be honest, but whatever. Um, they they need to refocus. He said himself, we need to get all the non-winning things out of the room. <laughs> Aaron's the only non-winning thing in the room right now with this, with this controversy, with the Pat show. And so next season, this needs to be done Uh fun experiment, whatever. I think it ended horribly and I think they should cut it, cut it off and not worry about it going forward because it's not a good thing.
1: Jose, why don't you continue on?
2: <clears throat> I'm actually kind of glad that he didn't apologize. It makes me even bigger Aaron uh, Aaron fan, to be honest oh, with you. Right. I'm, right, about, I'm, about to, I'm about to
0: get me a jersey right now. <laughs> so why? What about? Did no, he seriously. say anything wrong? Yes, he did. We, we're not going to go into what he said wrong, but he did. He
2: 100%. did. He, did he, he allured to it, but didn't say
0: anything wrong. It's the semantics argument. Yeah, the semantics argument is absolutely. Which I actually kind of agree with
1: Jose, though. To be fair, and what he said, he said, I listen, I know it's all about the assumption, and it's not good to, and I understand the assumption, especially in this case, to compare him to somebody who does horrible things to children. But if we're going to technically go off of that, that's what technically has to be done. And that's one of the things also with Rogers said in his rant about the media spinning stories like this. He didn't technically say. Jimmy Kimmel is a P word. He just said, right. I don't want it on the list. I'm just being playing okay. the devil's advocate. So on this I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to so jump in I'm with the world in. with politicians doing this all the time. Right. And we hate them. Rogers and we hate that too.
0: them. And we hate them. So let's not be like, oh, well, other people do all that. We hate the people who do this. The well, actually, kid in class is the most annoying kid in class. Everybody knows that from the age of like seven years old onward. The well, actually, I didn't say that. We know. I heard what
1: he said. Exactly. I- and I understand that this is bad because of the person being discussed. But we have to figure out where are we going in the world of assumptions?
0: No, we don't have to figure it out. What you do is you don't imply something baselessly for no, absolutely no reason here's hey, the thing but maybe here's he was thing. worried about
1: thing. somebody on the list that he was close to i don't know that's the here's thing, the and, thing. He, and roger scott went off this from a fake list as a that uh, i right. go talk I about assumptions but yeah, with the david brock tiari thing that he saw that i've sent those lists to people like oh hey look at this but it was all hullabaloo and i was wrong oh. for that and assumptions you know
0: we have to just figure out where we're going to go with assumptions. Listen, listen. listen. I'm just yeah. going to end this real quick. Real quick, my piece, and we'll move on. I get it. You and Jose and most of the people who are listening to this right now like to root for the little guy. <laughs> right, Aaron Rodgers is the independent person going up against the Disney, ABC etc. Right. The big corporations. And I get it. It's easy to cheer for the little guy because we don't like the big guy. And I don't like to be the one who defends the big guy because that's an almost impossible position. But at some point, the fragility of Aaron Rodgers and the people like Aaron Rodgers needs to be called out. Aaron Rodgers is a fragile man. And I don't mean physically. Obviously, he's physically very talented. He's a professional athlete, all that. I'm saying emotionally fragile. Aaron Rodgers we're not going to relitigate it, got got called out one time years ago, not recently, years ago. And from that point forward, from that day forward, and not even everybody called him out. Only some people did. Other people didn't care. He said one thing wrong. People got mad at him online. And from that point forward, he's become an actual troll. He's been going on the Pat show. He's been using his social platform. He's become an actual troll. He's gotten further and further into derangement. And it's all stems from that one time that's fragility. When you have that much money and that much talent to let a couple of people, even half the people on social media dictate the rest of your life, because now you've become a professional troll to make those people mad. That's just weak. That's weakness. And the idea that we're trying, anyone is trying to just explain it away is silly. Let's just call it what it is. He's mad about something that happened three years ago, and from that point forward, he's been insufferable.
1: You're, ta- you're talking about the Jimmy Kimmel. Are you talking about the with the no. beat with their? No, 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 not even. I'm talking. Well, what's about, the story you're talking about? You have to be a little more. When specific. He, yeah,
0: okay, well, I can't say certain words, but when just he, say the this word or the this word. Sure. When he gave his press conference about his status, right? And okay. he lied. And he lied. He did lie. The
1: immunization. Right.
0: The immunization. That, right. When that happened, people got mad at him. And he had never been that way before. He had never had that happen to him before. And you could see it because he was a likable guy. He was doing all this stuff. Everyone liked Aaron Rodgers. He did one thing wrong and people criticized him. They didn't stop liking him. They criticized him for one thing. And instead of just owning up and being like, well, listen, sorry, whatever. He went full troll. Now, everything had to be anti this, anti that. Now he's debating this person. Now he's going on this podcast, calling out this person. That's when the Kimmel stuff originally started. And now it's continued forward. He's right. Weak. And and that's it's where weakness. you're right. It's, it's where it started. And then Jimmy Kimmel
1: talked about, oh, he's got too many hits, has hit um, hits to the head. Yeah, CTE. Absolutely. Now, I get you. How come Jimmy Kimmel didn't call that? There have been players who committed suicide with CTE. That's not funny. You could say the same joke. I know I'm not. I'm not doing the apples to oranges with the crimes and stuff, but, but no, no. But if you're going to call out, then you need to call everybody out who makes the littlest jokes on everything like that. Like, no, there's one difference. Aaron Rodgers. okay, suicide. And then you want to you don't want to compare suicide and then, you know, committing assault like that. But he didn't make the joke wasn't about assault. But more important at that time, it was not But he was talking about CT, which leads to suicide and mental
0: health but, issues. But so but, you but, could we, but could, but Aaron we could do this all the time with this. But Aaron if you Rogers want to play the semantics talking, of that. But Aaron Rodgers wasn't talking about some amorphous injury or something like he literally you did. He literally he didn't said, say the
1: words and he says it here. I'm not stupid enough to accuse someone of that with zero concrete evidence. That's ridiculous. That's where the semantics game is going the, in. Right. But
0: it's a game. It's semantics. It's fragile. It's weak. It is weak. And I get like I said. Everyone in the comments, Sue's going to defend the little guy against the big guy. And that's totally fine. Come at me. I don't care. There's a fact here. And the fact is that Rogers, for the last three years, has been going more and more into this deranged rabbit hole. And it's been because someone was mean to him. It's because people were mean to him three years ago. If everyone had not said a word three years ago or if he just said sorry and moved on three years ago like an adult would have then we wouldn't be here today because I think what he said was substantially bad. And I understand the semantic argument is probably going to keep Aaron out of a courtroom. And I guess that's fine. I'm glad I'm happy for Aaron to keep all of his millions, but I think it's actually embarrassing because the fact of the matter is everyone knows everyone in this room right now, by the way, who's defending Aaron Rodgers, and everyone in the comments, defending Aaron Rodgers. you know what he said, you know what he meant. Aaron knows what he meant. The whole world knows what he meant. And that's why it was reported that way. So we can pretend. Well, I'll play pretend that's with the, everybody, that's but we the know what he with meant.
1: The, You know what he meant, because, and he said, I just read you a quote that he said, I didn't, con- I? we could say we know what he meant with the quote about, I'm not stupid enough to accuse someone without that kind of evidence. That's the thing. I know what it looks like. but it's what it is. No, but that's what it looks like. We're going off the assumptions again.
0: Yes. Sword, of Damoc- Sword of Damocles. right? Look it up. That's what this mm-hmm. is. The simplest explanation. That's the right explanation. I'm not I'm not playing 60 chess with ayahuasca Rodgers. We know what he's Until he,
1: he wins you a Super Everyone Bowl, knows. then are like, oh my God. No. Now, down, take yeah. your
0: bills. I, and hope stuff to, like that. I hope he wins. Me. I hope he wins a Super Bowl. And if he wins me a Super Bowl, guess what? He'll be a fragile quarterback who won me a Super <laughs> Bowl. All of it can be true. I can separate wanting to win a Super Bowl and the fact that Aaron Rodgers is a troll. He's can, he can do both. He's a talented individual. He can do both. And I hope he does do both. But you will never hear me turn around and start defending the way Aaron Rodgers has been be, has been behaving. It will never happen. I'll put as much money on my life, whatever you want me to say. It will never happen.
1: Okay. Jose, really what do you have? Aaron
0: Rodgers? You really
2: think Aaron Rodgers is fragile? Yes. I don't think he's fragile his at all. Ego and his ego? Yeah, his ego? Yes. He's a fragile He stood, ego. He stood his ground. Not his his ground was accusing it. That... <sighs> sure, he did stand you're, his ground. You're, you're assuming. I'm
0: not assuming. What Everyone knows he what did, he said. He did just say it wasn't what he implied. Pat McAfee Whatever. went on the show the next day and apologized. Not a good apology, but an yeah, because he doesn't life. want he doesn't want to get sued like Brett Barr is suing him. There's a big difference. You don't apologize
2: if you've done nothing wrong because he's he's catering to the masses of Jimmy Kimmel. He didn't just hear what I just say. He's getting sued because just earlier. 2023. You don't get sued if you don't do anything wrong, he's getting wrong. sued by. He's getting sued Bret Bar. If you don't do anything saying, wrong, you no. can't get sued. If no, it's true. I'm gonna apologize if I don't know if I can get caught, or not. I'm gonna just say if I wanted to.
3: You
0: that's what I'm saying, Aaron You only apologize when you say something wrong. Listen, that's that's a fact. You don't apologize if you've done nothing wrong. There's if you one apologize for doing nothing wrong. Your apology. Becomes evidence that they can use in court that you think you did something wrong. They can sue you for the apology. So if he apologizes because mm-hmm. he knows he did something wrong and he needed to apologize to try and avoid a lawsuit, but wait, apologizing beforehand man, wrong, wrong already legally because, more difficult. Because right. you're apologi-
2: just because you're apologizing, you do know that Pat Maffey has a TV show. He doesn't want to get canceled now,
0: right? So because just, he knows something
2: okay, cancelable so, happens. So it's not because he's afraid of getting sued and crap.
0: But I'm it's saying, just you, don't picture, huh? you don't apologize if you don't have anything to apologize for. It only I makes do. more problems. That's, That's, all oh, but, That's
2: all I got. I'm going to apologize if I'm making how much money from ABC, from Disney paying me to keep my show 85 on $85 po- Okay, I apologize for $85 million. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, does he have to apologize? He ain't making jack crap, probably. He's probably making less than, way less. 300. A season, Caesar. Right? Okay, Pac Maggie show three million dollars. All right. Yeah, three million a season or something like that. Do you think he uh, gives a shit? Me, do you think he cares about three million dollars, Aaron Rodgers? No. no he, he's about to win the Jets a championship
0: because of his headstrong attitude. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs>
0: I hope he does. Doesn't change him doesn't change the fragility. That's all I got.
1: Can I say also, just in Pat McAfee's case with this, and then we can uh, move on, do we feel like, um, like I said, Pat McAfee has had, I feel like, one of the more difficult first years of a network he has. A lot of people already felt he sold out from the start to go there. A lot of people criticized the move after ESPN laid off thousands of people and you know this is what's happening people have criticized um they're talking about his ratings aren't matching up but Pat McAfee called out that guy Norby for um for um you know for messing up those numbers and trying to make him look bad and um stuff like that Ryan you talked you and I talked off off the air about this and seeing where Mac pat Pat McAfee goes from here. What do you think is going to happen? And, like, do we, I mean, we're about to go into a busy um, playoff weekend. Um, if you don't mind me saying, you know, we talked about you hope maybe Pat doesn't do this one thing that he's known for.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do. What What, what, th- what do you, you think about that? there? Um, well, so, yeah, I told Matt that I, I'm disappointed in Pat. I think he could have handled it better. Obviously, he didn't say anything wrong. I want to make that clear since I just went off about Aaron Rodgers saying something wrong. Pat said nothing wrong initially anyway. So th- my issue is not with Pat saying what he's, what he has said. I just think he could have handled it better. Uh, I did say that I thought he was, he jumped way too quickly into the whole attack the big media thing. But in fairness, I'll say this, it works. Cause I'm on, I mean, you guys are both very smart. You guys are both smart people. And Pat and Aaron to collectively have convinced you guys that this is somehow ESPN and ABC in my favor, NBC's fault somehow, um, even though they're not involved in this at all. And that, so, you know what? Kudos to them. It worked because I, I know that's most of the people watching. So I, i am disheartened. I ho- I had hoped he would own it a little bit more be like, listen, we can't platform that kind of nonsense. It was all, you know, it's all make believe it's all fiction. It shouldn't have been said, I apologize, move on. That's what I would have liked to have seen if it was my show. That's what I would have done, but it's not what he did. He jumped in. He joined Aaron with the, yeah, the media is trying to attack me. I don't know who Norby is. No one cares who Norby is. Um, uh, I will say this though, uh, just as a, a capping, I do hope he doesn't come to WrestleMania. I guess I didn't say that. Uh, uh, I am no longer, I no longer consider myself a big fan of Pat McAfee and previously I had been, but um, hopefully, hopefully, you know, this will all blow over as Aaron fades away and goes back to playing football. Um, but I just wish that I could be the main character, the way that these folks, both Pat and Aaron and their loyal listeners, think that they're the main character. No one at ESPN is like, I must destroy Pat McAfee. They don't care. They just want to make Quadrillions of dollars by as many big boats as they can. That's what they want to do. If Pat helps them do it, great. If Pat doesn't help them do it, also great. As long as they do it, they don't care. No one cares about these people enough to try and take them down. Not everything's a conspiracy. Not everything. We're not the main character. Sometimes we're just NPCs. We're living our life, doing our thing. And I think more people need to learn that. They won't. And I'm going to hear a rebuttal from Jose, Matt, but why I'm wrong about this (laughs) to prove that no one will learn that lesson. And that's okay. But hopefully someday everyone takes a deep breath and says, I'm just not the main character today. No, I'm just in the background today. Today's a me day. I get to live my life and not worry about the cabal of ESPN executives or the the big medicine people who are trying to vaccinate me. Uh, I just don't have to worry about it. I can just be me today. That's my wish for everybody in 2024. Be the NPC for a day. It'll change your life. (laughs) Truly. It's just isn't it funny how ESPN
1: was criticized for the last let's say five years for being too political and they get into just this again with people hiring people. They were thought we're going to do, we're going to help them get hip slash cool. And it only <laughs> turned into a miss. But.
0: Yep. No, they do keep doing that. And they do seem like a bad place to work. I'm not defending ESPN as a place of work. I'm just saying, I don't think that ESPN is at fault for the nonsense that's happening. right
1: now. Mm-hmm. Oh, is there anything else with this before we move on?
2: What do you think is going to happen with the Pat McAfee show after yeah. his contract end? Which is think. supposed
1: to be this year. Do you think a year from now, will he still be on ESPN? No.
2: Hell no. No.
1: And he'll just go back. Be,
0: either yeah, he'll, he'll just have to find, indie he,
1: go indie, or he'll need another a sports book well, to sponsor them or something. I think
0: he'll go indie again.
2: I, I think don't, don't think. Yeah, I don't think I, so. I, I think, well, ESPN needs to change their whole model. I mean, it's not the number one brand. Oh, oh, that's that's true. That's 100%, 100%. So, you already know that they're, they're gonna Pat Max is gonna go his own separate way, and pretty much ES is gonna have to like rebrand itself and figure yeah. that whole thing out. Stephen yeah,
1: A's 100%. contract ends next year. Some people think he's going to leave, and Scott Van Pelt yeah. said he's leaving in 2025 as well.
0: Well, they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll make Stephen A the executive, like vice president of ESPN, if they have to. Yeah, they yeah won't I let Steven, think He's A the either. face of ESPN. They won't let him. Leave. Yeah, they won't let him go. He's
1: probably the only face, especially as SVP yeah. said he's definitely leaving after 25.
0: So. Yeah. No, they're not letting uh, Stephen A go. He, he's. They're going to give him any. They're going to give him the
1: Pat McAfee money. Yeah, he'll be the he'll
0: he, make and him
2: he, CEO or president of ESPN if they have to. Doesn't he have the Pac-Man money already? Yeah, on top, get They're more. I think he
0: gets, he gets
1: paid <laughs> way more than him. Yeah. I, I think he gets paid ten
0: million a year from ESPN. Hey,
2: something like that.
0: They're gonna throw all of the pat money on top of what he currently gets paid. They <laughs> probably gives him that? Shane oh, shut
2: his own show after that Cat Williams crap.
0: They might. They might. Shannon Sharp's uh, got quite the popular uh, podcast. Hey, man. Oh, as long as buddies, he's, he's with DraftKings, though.
1: Will they steal him from DraftKings? Well, I guess they stole Pat McAfee from FanDuel. Matt,
0: Matt, what do you think of just spitballing before we move on to the next segment? Hey. The nightcap, right? Mm-hmm. But as a late night show. <clears throat> I, like in the late night slot on ESPN, Shannon Sharps the host, Chad is like, so if like, if Shannon's Conan, then, uh, to, to be honest, Andy no, is because no. you have
1: to do FCC violations. They break those all the time.
0: Okay. So yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I think, I think unless it's uncensored, I don't think it'd be mm-hmm. as authentic. Gotcha. No, just curious. I, th- I thought that could be something. But I know late night's dying too. So jumping on to late yeah. night and how it'd be silly. But
1: it, it, Yeah, we have Taylor Tomlinson starting her show this week, and nobody knows about it. Just take it over to Jimmy Kimmel, like, except Ryan, me and Ryan. Not Jimmy Kimmel,
0: you knew about Steve, uh, uh, James Corden, rather. Right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. He's take. She's taking James Corden's I,
2: spot. I didn't even know that they replaced James Corden. Yeah. Exactly. No. Be funny honest. you say that too? Because be
1: I was listening to the radio and it's like, what did James court Corden, James Corden's name was brought up, and they didn't realize he was not there too. So uh, I hope exactly. Taylor Tomlinson
0: quit. Me and Ryan's age figures it out, but that's gonna. He's funny, funny. Uh, on on stand up. She's funny. I've seen the stand up. I do find her funny, so hopefully so we'll see her
1: show. Literally debuts next week, and I haven't seen any advertising or anything. But no. as you mentioned, though, um, as with the Rogers and Kimmel feud ending, we will end our coverage of this for now. For now. So why don't we now switch to the Golden Globes? You guys, um, happen to see any clips with it this week? We had host Joe Coy come on, and he had let's say mixed reviews at least (laughs) no i'm just
0: kidding no No, they weren't mixed
1: (laughs) was very bad he was a very bad host his monologue fell flat the room was awkward people did not like what he was saying which also includes the queen of the world taylor swift um joe coy had during his monologue he blamed He blamed his writers for the bad monologue. He blamed the writers for bad jokes. He even tried and say a joke to Taylor Swift, which included, quote... Okay, here we go. Now I have it. It seems this was the nail in the coffin for Joe Coy when he said, quote, The big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL... The Golden Globes have fewer shots of Taylor Swift. They painted Taylor Swift and she was not having it. And um, I think that was pretty much the end of his night. So Joe Coy's um, hosting duties. What do you give it an A to F? (laughs)
0: I'll say you first if you saw it.
2: I always, well, to be honest, I always ne- disliked it. Joe Coy, whatever his name is. I never liked any of his stand up. So if, but I try to have a, I'm biased and I, how old are like you? A, Jose, do you mind me asking? 39. Okay. That's, that's all it comes into play later. Continue. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I give it about like a D minus. I mean, he had like one joke that made me laugh, but other than that, nothing really hit for me.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think he failed. I think he failed pretty spectacularly. Um, my thing is, and I was telling Matt this because Matt, if I'm remembering, you didn't know who Joe Coy was before this. No, I didn't. So hey, can I, I also
1: say here to be fair for Joe Coy, and he said the defense too. He was week, only yeah. hired in a, a week and a half before. So the show yeah. Started. So I'm gonna
0: bring. I'm gonna bring that up. So I. So we're ten years apart, Jose, and I think this is mm-hmm. why. So in 2007, 2008 period, I was like 13, 14 years old. That was when Joe Coy kind of started to blow up a little bit on Comedy Central. He had his first big stand-up release. Mm -hmm. I loved Joe Coy. I found him so freaking funny. I watched his clips. I used to be able to recite his jokes. I actually told a joke to Matt that I, again, couldn't find on YouTube because it was so old and so bad that they didn't have a clip of it. I just had to type it out to Matt, this joke that I remember from Joe Coy. But I was 13 years old. I was a 13-year-old boy. Joe Coy's comedy is, like, geared toward 13-year-old boys. It is adolescent, it is juvenile, it is a little bit gross, a little bit raunchy, but, like, not even in, like, the fun raunchy way, but in, like, the teenage boys talking at a sleepover raunchy way. And you can't give, and he's, I don't believe he's changed a bit. From 2007 to now, I think the standard's been roughly the same. You can't give a guy whose best joke involves like his mom or like, you know, all these other like you know juvenile things a week to prepare for the golden globes. Uh again, poor Crafton blames his tools. He should not have called out the writers. I think that's that was really mm-hmm. classless. I actually really do think that was classless. I agree with you. But um but at the same time. <laughs> Joe Coy making jokes about, you know, Barbie's anatomy is like the most Joe Coy thing I can possibly think of right now. If you, if Matt said to me the week before Joe Coy is hosting the golden globes, what's the first joke he's going to say? I absolutely would have said he's going to make a joke about Barbie. First thing I would have said, because it's literally his deal. And so I don't understand how he got the gig. Like he's just not, that's not his crowd. He, he plays to kids. Like teenage boys, not even kids, teenage boys, the stuff that teenage boys find funny, things I found funny in 2007, they're not funny. They're gross. That's Joe Coy. I don't know. I thought, I mean, he was bad, F, 100%, but whoever found him and said, this guy can host, I think that person gets an F, too.
2: Wow. I mean, that makes sense. Joe Coy, like 2008, 2009, like 2010, around that era, that's probably yeah. was his most popular. Right. Was around that era. So I, I totally get why you fanboyed him for that. Right. As be, a 13-year-old? I, yeah. Be honest. When they said Joe Coy was going to be the... I thought he died years ago. I didn't even <laughs> think he still alive. You think a lot of people die, Jose. <laughs> I'm ben. just saying, Joe, I didn't even... It, Nobody has never in the last five years last five years of my life has mentioned hey
0: you see joy coin lately he had, no stand up. he had a stand-up he had a com uh he had a Netflix special I get it but the like last time ago, I heard yeah.
2: the last time I heard him I heard about him it wasn't for a stand-up it was him dating uh Chelsea handler yeah and, and, and him getting dumped by her <laughs> but
0: no yeah it, it, yeah I, I, I agree with Jose. He had no real funny jokes. I also think that whoever hired him gets an F, too. It's a shared. It was a shared well, F in that. respect. I, w- I wouldn't give him because from what
2: they said that they asked many people, it wasn't like Joey Coy was their first pick. Now, well, I know, he's, but his, he's he like been been 13.
1: I heard people that I heard they approached a lot of people and they just declined. They don't want to do that room in front of those A-list celebrities, especially in front of a in front of well, people they who they
0: don't who laugh us. No, yeah, I mean it, Joe Coy wasn't like, funny, but they don't laugh even to when
1: host. It, it seems all you all hosts you have to. It's a roast. Essentially,
0: yeah, and they don't. And laugh. No one's really uh, that A-listers clever. Don't laugh. Yeah. Exactly. A-listers so don't like
1: roasts. you don't want to get bombed. Literally, the worst case scenario for a comedian happened to Joe Coy. I know he's going but about he his it.
0: life, but he earned it. I don't think it was just because the the room doesn't laugh. The room doesn't laugh. You, but know you do? could you could get the roof room not to hate you. Like it's that would like, still be a win. He couldn't do that either. So it's like roasting
2: people in the most sensitive room in the world.
1: Exactly.
2: That's trying to roast them
1: emotions are high that day and then you're just
2: it's
1: yeah for, uh, the,
0: the best for so other for like comedians I think that would have helped them more if you went for some that's comedians a, and stuff. That's
2: a, I, they should have begged... what's the name uh what's the name to come back Ricky Gervais? yes
1: but he offended <laughs> some all of them he didn't bother. Yeah, he actually won them. the stand-up comedy he won <laughs> he the did. the first ever stand-up comedy special going the globe but he didn't bother to show up
2: <laughs> that, that's what's amazing about it he don't give a crap. that's what for me it's so freaking great like yeah, exactly. all the jokes are crazy so
1: that's why you wind up in Austin, Texas after that usually yes. you the best the best joke though you gotta do what Letterman did when he hosted the Oscars he just goes Oprah Uma Oprah <laughs> Uma you don't have no roast just be an observant and look what happened That's why we love David Letterman. So why don't we continue with the Oscars, right? Sorry, Mm -hmm. we could continue with the awards season related content, which we will have for the next couple of months. (laughs) So the awards season is officially begun for movies, for those who actually care. But um, here's the thing, right? This was an amazing year for movies might have helped with the strike to have all these powerful movies to be released at once. <clears throat> and amongst that, we have a very competitive race for the best Oscar, but for the best actor Oscar race. The best actor Oscar race has begun. Golden Globes kicks that off and that's what symbolizes the Golden Globes is the kickoff to the award season, right? So I think it's fair to say that Killian Murphy is your favorite to win best actor this year, First best male actor, right? Yeah. plays Oppenheimer. Some people who are making a push include like Paul Giamatti for the holdovers. You have Jeffrey Wright in American fiction, Leonardo DiCaprio and killers of the flower moon. He just got this, snubbed. Yeah. He just got snubbed for the SAG awards. Yeah. For the SAGs. Yeah. So, but here's the thing, right? Bradley Cooper. I think he's one of the most talented people in Hollywood. Now he released Maestro at the end of last year and he both directed it and starred in it i've seen maestro i think maestro as a movie is very good not great but i do think bradley cooper and carrie mulligan were out of this world especially him and bradley cooper clearly went very hard in this film to get some recognition as some people think and some people really feel he wants this Oscar. He's been nominated for nine Oscars and hasn't won once. He was just nominated for SAG and he lost the Golden Globe. Now, a lot of people on the Internet feel that Bradley Cooper has gone far as, as trying a little too hard to get this Oscar. Again, whatever that means. So we've seen a lot of memes towards Bradley Cooper being a tryhard, for lack of a better word, to win this Oscar. He spent six years to train for this role as Leonard Bernstein in Maestro. He's done a lot of press. He's done a lot of the academic, the the Academy circuit. And it seems he really wants to win. Um, You know, we won't get a direct answer. How bad you want this Oscar? But it seems a lot of people assume that he really wants this very, very badly for whatever reason. And um, there's this picture. Once he found out that he wasn't going to win best actor, I'm showing Jose and Ryan on screen. (laughs) Some people (laughs) think he was visibly upset about this. And this might be an award season where he might come up short. Stranger things have happened. Of course, there are surprises during the um, Oscar wins itself. You know, You can see as things go by in the award seasons who is winning a bunch of stuff, but the Academy voters vote on their own. But ultimately, Bradley Cooper seems to be the butt of many jokes for not winning a major award so far, and that's what the next couple months will be. How is Bradley Cooper going to react to Killian Murphy probably winning a bunch of acting awards. Like, why is this even a thing, guys? Why do people care that much? Why can't you just let Bradley Cooper do him? And who cares if he really wants to win this Oscar? He's a talented actor. He's a talented director. And I think he, from what I've seen, he seems like a truly genuine person. I don't understand the hate or, the, or why people are clowning Bradley Cooper if he really wanted to get this to get this recognition.
0: So my thing is, we saw that picture, right? The one of Bradley Cooper when uh, uh, when Killian Murphy won. He didn't look, he looked less upset than like Taylor Swift, Selena Gomez, and Frederick <laughs> did during the monologue. Like people were just in a bad mood that night. I don't think that picture means anything to me. I mean, sure, he is bummed, but I don't think that picture means anything. But this goes to something we talked about last week when Cat Williams brought the, accusation that people were industry plans because they were successful yeah obviously he wants to win who wouldn't you're at the top of your game that's how you get like acknowledged at be- as being at the top of your game why wouldn't you want the oscar i don't understand the trying too hard thing like what does that mean yeah
1: i need like, people that, that's, to comment why that that's means a problem that
0: yeah, that's the the Bradley Cooper hate for trying I, online and stuff. It, it's insane.
1: I guess people just see, don't see it as genuine. They don't see the art of the film. But who
2: cares? He's genuine. Like genuine,
0: he wants to win the award. He genuinely wants to win the award. That's the genuine.
2: Right, right. We want him to do Hangover Four. Well, he can <laughs> do that. <when> he <laughs> it, right? Rocket Rock Food. Right? We we don't we don't need him to do any Maestro or anything like that. Once we he think wins. It, we need Hangover Four, Five, and Rocket Raccoon in the solo movie.
0: Wait, all right, and he'll do all of those when he gets his reward. He wants the <clears> reward so he can go back to him being the raccoon. Well, he picked the wrong the year to do it. He I picked mean, the worst year to do it. Which is crazy. How many you know, the actor strike? This is one of the best years for movies. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I think the whole the hate for for Bradley Cooper is crazy. I mean, I thought um, Oppenheimer is great. I've seen it. Tomorrow, actually, I'm seeing Maestro, so I can guess I'll compare it directly. But um, shout out to Zach Efron who did not get nominated for mm-hmm. being Kevin Von Eric. Poor guy. Um, I don't That's think he one actually- thing a, a lot of
1: people are upset they feel that
0: um they
1: feel that he's getting snubbed for this. He just and, got a
0: star though on the Walk yeah, of Fame, so, January
1: twenty third. An infamous before an infamous day um this year, if you know what I'm talking about, Ryan and Jose. January twenty third, which is a week from Thursdays when the nominations will actually be released for the Oscars, that is. And um and we all agreed we are going hard this Oscar season to make Oscar content. And um it'll be easier, especially when the nominations come out. But um some people feel I don't like one of the things people were joking and I sent you was like how come Zac Efron's get not getting recognized but this guy who's going so hard uh training 6 years for a 6 minute scene like this is just an example of people some uh, in their hand
2: do you believe that like Zac Efron though like he hasn't came with anything oscar worthy ever besides this one movie. <laughs> do you think- but
1: what about Charlie St. Cloud?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but what has he made? I didn't see him do a high school musical type of movie. Like, he wasn't known for that, or the Baywatch movie, or something. Right, yeah. like, Okay. okay. Say, Os- yeah. Like, is- more
1: dramatic roles to express your acting range, with the exception of, have you seen him play Ted Bundy? Not that it was an Oscar-worthy performance, but he did go
2: no. with
0: that. I did. I did. He did go out. So-
2: yeah. I guess it's like you're kind of like with Zach Efron, it's like your first impression of him is cookie cutter.
0: We're all in and... this together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matt oh. clapped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I wasn't saying he was going to get nominated. It would have been cool, though. I think he deserved it uh, from what I saw. But uh, I'm just going to say for the people who are like worked too hard for this movie, you must be horrible employees. If you tweet that out, if you tweet out, you worked too hard for your job. OK, that's fine. Just keep that up. So if someone's ever hiring you, they could read that and be like, OK, this person clearly doesn't think hard work is a, is a good idea. Um, the idea that he's working too hard is like, he's working as hard as he feels he needs to to make a good movie. And he wants to win an Oscar because it proves he did a good job. That's it,
2: Right. Ryan, the the, the saying goes, work smarter, not harder. You could do both. (laughs) Brother.
1: All right. Why don't we now switch it up? Let's um, take a quick break from the Hollywood stuff. And I want to talk about what you guys saw last week on Twitter. And you saw that clip of a man in Alabama who decided to jump <laughs> naked into a massive aquarium at Bass Pro Shop in Leeds, Alabama? He told the police he was on drugs. Yeah. He also damaged the police SUV and um he showed that there wasn't a lot going on down there, if you know what I mean, as well. Guys, what, what do you think about this nut job? Yeah, I about to I say, mean he obviously have, he was on drugs, but yeah.
0: he may have damaged the police on. SUV, but we know what part we know what part of the body didn't do any of the damage. Um, <laughs> If you if you look like that, and I'll just leave it there, don't get naked in public and jump in the pool. Don't do it. I don't care how many drugs you're on. Know your body, know yourself, and say, as soon as my pants come off, this is going to be really embarrassing. And don't do it. That's just my two cents on that. Um, it was funny, though. And <laughs> he, was re- he seemed really excited. So I suppose it was <laughs> good for him. Um, he also fell out of the tank which is very funny mm-hmm. and they slid him across the floor like a seal uh, which <laughs> I thought was really funny so there was a lot of really funny parts of the video definitely check it out if you haven't seen it but yeah um, <clears throat> I don't care how many drugs you've been on you know what you're working with and you know whatever you're working with is divided by whatever because of the cold water of the like Cabela's Aquarium or whatever a Bass Pro Shop just don't do it Keep your clothes on. Or at least boxers. Come on. Don't don't do that. You were asking for it, Mr. Alabama. Asking for it.
2: Come on. Do you think this would is- Oh, go oh ahead. Jose? You Maybe go. he's just trying to impress the ladies at Bass Pro Shop.
0: What's gonna impress him with?
2: That he has this uncanny for being Love the dangerous getting into the water with some fishes with his little penis.
0: (laughs) I mean, I guess, I don't know, man. I think if you, if you've got, again, we've already said it a million times. It's comically small. It's comically done. Everything is funny about the video. Definitely watch it. But I can't see myself ever being so out of my faculties that I would find that a good idea anyway. And if I knew that that's what was going to happen when I when when it I went into the water and everyone started filming, like that's what they were going to see, I definitely wouldn't do that. So Maybe I don't know.
2: In his defense, I mean, I haven't seen his penis or anything like that. Maybe he's well, a no, grower
0: no one and has, not a no, shower. No, no one has, Jose. That's the issue. Wow. But, uh, Maybe he's a grower and not a shower. It's possible. That's what people are speculating, but we'll never know.
1: All I know is I want to want my 15 minutes of fame to be that.
0: Right. That's yeah. There's better ways. You can yell on an airplane to get your 15 minutes. Shout out to Tiffany. Uh, that's far, far more effective. 2024,
1: Ryan. We don't care about her anymore.
0: Oh, I'll <laughs> we'll always care about we'll always care about our girl, Tiffany.
1: Oh, man. Okay. Why don't we talk about these tunnels that were in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, where a group of men belonging to the Hasidic Jewish community in New York were arrested on Monday amid (laughs) a dispute over an illegal tunnel secretly dug into the side of a historic synagogue. All right, guys. Nine people were arrested amongst this. There was some blood apparently found in these tunnels. Uh, Something's up with these tunnels, don't you think? All I'm saying, is going by the facts.
0: Okay, Joe. Um, no, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything bad. I mean, obviously the tunnel existing is bad because they broke into a synagogue. Uh, so the, yes, there's something wrong with the tunnels. They broke into a synagogue, but no, the the I won't call them what I want to call them for you know, assume good faith for everybody listening. But some of the theories being posited online, oh. you should really think about what you're liking and what you're saying because you sound a certain type of way. Um, there's a lot larger story to it. Uh, you should definitely look into it. This has actually been like a feud going on for years now. I th- like since 2004, it involves like a group of people who think this person who passed on is not passed on is the Messiah. Oh. and it's about ownership of the synagogue. Like, there's a whole backstory to this thing, um, and it just happened to, like, catch fire in 2024 when this disco- this tunnel was discovered. But I want to just take this time to... Uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but there's a Twitter account, or an ex-account, rather, who has chronicled <laughs> the, the construction of this tunnel unknowingly <laughs> since November. Uh, he pointed out that he really did truly believe that there are people under his home and he was on the first floor or like he was on the ground floor. So he didn't know how that could be at one point. Now, I, I was reading those. I read all of them after you sent them to me, Matt. I'm starting to think he was in on it. Like, he knew for sure. (laughs) My favorite part was he wrote, you owe me an apology. Yeah, there's no way that he... I mean, I say no way. I don't know. I wasn't there. It's just the idea that these people would be digging a tunnel, speaking Yiddish to one another.
1: (laughs) Oh, man, we got to pause Ryan really Really? quick.
0: Uh, But that's what he claims. He claims that he heard people under his house speaking Yiddish.
1: All right, you're back. You're back now. My back? Jose, you think there's something... Suspicious
2: here going on. Uh, of course there's something suspicious going on. You have nine men that have nothing to do with nothing else to do with their lives but build a dumb tunnel.
0: So, <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> that, that's suspicious. Why why aren't they working? I agree with that. Exactly. You got so much time in your head that you can build a tunnel. <laughs>
2: Honest.
0: Honest something's kind of wrong. Remember when you wanted to in uh, when you're a kid, you wanted to like dig a hole to the other side of the <laughs> world?
2: Yeah, like at the beach. Like, that's yeah, what they
0: did. They didn't. That, that's the crazy. At four years old, you had more to do than I, all of these people did. <laughs> wait, I bet they had shifts and everything, like time shifts. <laughs> they probably did. <laughs> yeah. They probably came back out and the next crew came in and took you from there. That's exactly all what right. I would bet. As for the blood mat, I mean, who knows what they were digging with? They probably just cut <laughs> themselves open.
1: Or is that what they want you to believe? <laughs> no, it's probably
0: what happened, and like I said, that's all. Do you think so, Jose? Us. Too? <laughs> what that that the, the blood on it, the blood on the? Matt's insinuating fine, some bad things. Do you think bad? Hey, things I'm just saying. I'm just tunnel?
1: saying the facts. That's Listen, all I'm saying. If,
2: if you're gonna do something in that tunnel, what, what was the whole plan? Of this the dumb tunnel. To
0: get into the synagogue. That was what the tunnel was for. You can no, not just knock on the door? Because <laughs> they lost ownership of it. They used to oh, own the what? building and now they don't. And so they wanted to get in <laughs> without so the like, owners knowing. So they built uh, the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what happened. that's what happened they lost ownership of the building wow. and they couldn't get it back so they tried to break into the tu- break into the building with a tunnel it's very like Wiley e. coyote road runner they're like how do i get in and they right. built a tunnel
1: <laughs> Jeez. let's move on now um two story. let i have um i i have three quick sports stories here let's start with another ridiculous one this is just something that was hilarious um it was just hilarious to see what happened here right Antonio Brown right you know him Antonio Brown what did he do this time Antonio Brown before he was hitting the head a little too hard was honestly one of the best wide receivers to ever play the game sorry continue hey I was just saying ever since that Vontae joke you got
0: you got I didn't say I didn't say that I'm just saying. You got really you know imagine I mean a couple that. hours ago. I'm just saying. Continue. continue.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. Again, we're going to play the semantics game. Didn't say anything I, I, I know what you didn't say. Antonio Brown has been gone off the deep end since. Yes. Maybe since amongst a lot of injuries in his career. Very controversial 100%. career. 100%. Right? So he goes on Twitter today, on, on Wednesday, and he has, quote, this is his quote. His girl wami in her uterus. He says, F it, I'm rich. Let's do it. With a picture of a lady with a pregnancy test and FaceTime in Antonio Brown, which he screenshot and letting people know that he's going to have his seventh child. Uh, congratulations, Antonio Brown. <laughs> That's what I have to say. But I mean, look at his face. You really think I have a picture here. Do you really think he's in? <laughs> he's, I'm showing Ryan and Jose. You think he's into this idea? But he said, "Eff um, it, I'm rich." So that is his motivation I to suppose. raise a child, to give the life of a boy or girl. And he'll just say, "You know what? I'm rich. That's it." Raise,
0: raise is a really strong word, Matt. I don't know how much of the raising will be done by Antonio Brown. This rich girl, but... did,
1: did this girl here say, "You know, yeah, getting a paycheck and a baby every month, getting a, getting some child support every month?" Possible.
0: It's possible. Uh-huh. It's possible. I mean, jeez! Like he is rich, as he pointed out, so it's possible.
1: <laughs> I mean, what, just, what are we doing here? Celebrating this kind of thing? Like, come on! Is somebody celebrating
0: it though? I've, I've only seen people negative on this. I've never, I haven't seen anyone congrat I've never seen anyone congratulate him. Actually,
1: <laughs> how does this, this woman nervous? show her parents this? Like, look at what my baby daddy has is tweeting like this. how congrat- ridiculous. This is, this- I'm,
2: I'm congratulating her. Did you? Because because she's going because she knows
1: she's going to be a one percenter from this in child no, support.
2: I, well, no, I'm gonna say this as nicely as I possibly can. I'm glad that she got she got she's about to be pregnant that she's pregnant and she got that, but didn't catch anything else because this is Antonio Brown. He probably <laughs> been with hundreds of women that's and could point. have hundreds of women. You know what he been catching? That's so, a fair point. For only for him, only for her to get pregnant and that's it. I congratulate you.
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone's congratulating Antonio Brown on this, Matt. So I'm not sure we're celebrating it. But um, One of the troll this... NFL
1: crowns, divorce, they said, congratulations. But I know <laughs> what you mean.
0: Yeah, but uh, I will say that um, ready or not, seventh kid is on the way. So there's that. Isn't that really that big of a deal if you compare
2: uh, Antonio Brown to Nick Cannon?
0: No, that's All true. Right. If Nick, Nick Cannon is your, if you, Nick Cannon's your benchmark, he's only yeah. halfway there, right? Yeah, Nick had like 12, 14 kids, yeah. and
2: he ain't stopping. He also said,
1: I don't remember some of my kids' names. <laughs> so, no, I mean, uh, I hope I'm lucky enough to be a father in this world someday, and I will take that very seriously and understand the responsibility yeah, have when raising a kid for the first 18 years of their life, even yeah, if I'm yeah. lucky enough to be very rich, I won't be oh. just sharing my offspring like that. Just no, because
0: I, I agree. It definitely not not a good look for uh, this kid's future. Um, the The PTA meetings or whatever are not going to have any representatives Let's just put it that way, I mean, the parent-teacher uh, are conference. The, right
1: are now. there people out there just trying to have babies with professional athletes? Yes,
0: I guess maybe, yeah. yeah
1: oh, We probably. need to find one of those people and interview them and saying, don't you understand the responsibility part about this? If when you, the, when the, yeah. child, the, and the child is having a bad day and they need their father or mother and one of them is not in the picture because he just wanted to cash in a paycheck and just wanted to go viral or make it trendy? I want to think t- about t- those
0: people <laughs> at TTCAP or Productive Conversations let us know if your goal has always been to sire offspring with a professional athlete we want to ask you what your thought process was and how it's going
1: So that'll be the day now let's talk about other stupid things like hear this guys this the NFL playoffs are this weekend they kick off super wild card weekend here from the New York Post. For the first time, an NFL playoff game where it will air exclusively on a streaming platform. Outside of Kansas City and Miami markets, where fans can watch their local NBC affiliates. NBC in a reversal and the NFL struck a one-year deal last year worth around $110 million for Peacock to get the exclusive rights to the Saturday night wildcard game. And you know what that game's going to be? Patrick Mahomes and the Miami... Shoot. That game is going to be Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs taking on Tyreek Hill and the Miami Dolphins. You must subscribe to Peacock. You must pay $5.99 a month. There is no free trial. You must pay $6 to watch this game. And let me start this rant of this disgraceful move that the NFL is doing. They print money like it's nobody's business. $110 A hundred to ten million dollars to them. I won't say it's minuscule, but like from the fines alone, the ridiculous fines you, you find these players for dumb things, they can make up that much money. The NFL doing this and making people, forcing people to pay for the. For, Excuse me. The NFL is an absolute disgrace for charging people to watch a playoff game. The playoffs are special. They only happen once a year. And the fact that you are charging them shows how greedy and heinous the minds of those NFL executives are. What a horrible thing they are doing to their fans and no, for people who are in our age gap. We can figure it out. And some of us have Peacock by default. But for those people who are elderly, for those people who have a hard time figuring out technology, you and also the small businesses, all those local bars who have to pay extra for this, you are screwing a lot of people for something you didn't need. You knew by default that you were going to have as much as 40 million people watch this game. And you're going to spend it and how this is a good thing, you should be ashamed of yourself, the NFL, for doing this. Absolute disgrace. What a joke. Really? Yeah, really.
2: <laughs> All right, Jose, continue. Is, it, is, is that... um? You're blaming the NFL, but is that really the NFL's fault?
1: Yes, they agreed be- to this. They didn't have to agree to this. No,
2: NBC is the one that is like, hey, let me cut you a check for this. They don't have to do
1: that, though. They don't have Why to I do that. that. If,
2: I'm the, if I'm the NFL. Okay, suit, want, and the NBC, suit, Jose. Oh, oh, you agree with this. To me, NBC comes to me and be like, hey, let me give you $100 million. <laughs> they say no, game.
1: they didn't have to do that. Think about the fans. And I hope there yeah. is so much backlash. Why and God I hope I have they have the worst this? retention rate and subscribers of all time when they, if, unless they want to watch the holdovers or Saturday Night Live re, uh, repeats, or they want to watch the WWE Network and want to watch the Royal Rumble, yeah, I they hope do. There is a huge. You walk, look at the graph and you just see it plummet for those people who paid those six dollars to to avoid to avoid so, missing this
0: game. So, so I'm going to so happen. stupid. I'm gonna hop in here. Uh, I don't know if I'd use the same words that Matt used with heinous and all that, because I see Jose's point. If you get a lot of money, it is a business at the end of the day. Welcome to defending big business, Jose. We have t-shirts; they're on their way. Um, awesome. We'll sell them in the in the merch store when we get that stuff. <laughs> but um, no, I will say this though: they're not going to get forty million people to watch Peacock. They're not. the The, the viewership of this game is going to be the lowest of the of the wild card round that's uh, just factually not enough people have peacock you know what i mean and like it it was it's an interesting experiment and i get they probably can't do it in the regular season because there's too many other games on so you can never really try it out you need to do it in the playoffs when there's less competition amongst your other teams but this really i feel like this really should have been an earlier in the season experiment um I get why they picked the teams they picked. These are two of the like the bigger teams. Well, the, this was going to card. be the
1: game. This was going to be the game either way, so it worked out this way. Yeah. But yeah, I see what you mean.
0: But like so like this game this game in particular probably has the best chance of doing okay cuz they're passionate fan bases, they're good teams. Um but the idea that this is going to do the numbers it would have done on NBC or any television channel is silly. It won't. Um, so I don't I don't necessarily know what the calculus is there. I know what it is for the NFL. They get a, a big old check and then doesn't matter how many people watch. But I don't if NBC thought that this was gonna get them subscribers, I don't see how. Like if you've got nothing else to watch on NBC, you're just gonna skip this game and then watch the next game when it's not. On Peacock, like it, it, this, doesn't I don't see the math here, and I'm not an executive here, so I don't know, but I don't see the, the strategy for NBC here. I think this was a huge mistake for NBC to put Good. the streaming exclusive on the playoffs. It's, oh my god, this guys. Should have been, no, seriously, for NBC, I'm not talking to right, Jose.
1: When you pay for the Super Bowl in 10 years, as a hundred dollars. Also, gonna
0: you gotta be
2: look happy. at you gotta look at. NBC for a second. They're playing. Oh, because they
0: it. need so as much help as possible. No, Jose, seriously, what is the angle? because I get it for the NFL. You get a huge pay from NBC right. to put it on PBS. Yeah, they so, they get
2: paid well, correct, but NBC and their quarterlies. Quarterlies, they pull their numbers up. I don't think the numbers are gonna go up that high. It's gonna go high. You think Five people nine. are gonna Ooh, pay they, six yeah. bucks to watch the game? Who cares? It's six not six dollars just for the game. Six dollars is $6 a lot of money in month. America.
0: That's it's more than $6. Gas. No, I mean, I get, six is a, not a lot a, of money, but for one game, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, but you're not just getting one game.
2: You're getting other stuff with the game. But well, for not me, not everybody's yeah, going to watch, right.
0: yeah.
1: you know, Buffy the Vampire re- repeats.
0: Right. Like I Listen. watch the WWE on NBC. I watch it. I get every it. P, I watch every PLA. It's so like for me. Yeah, it's fine. But if you have you guys, nothing else you want to watch, I, I, the, I don't know. I don't think I, I'm agreeing with you. If you, if, I, if that's what's happening, Jose, okay, I just let, don't know that that's you, what
2: let, will happen. Let me ask you a question. Do you not think they're testing this theory out for a reason?
0: Of course. Oh, well, they are, but e- I think you, you
2: are going to
1: pay for the Super Bowl in the next decade. And Jose, when it's a hundred dollars a month, I'm saying mm-hmm. serves you right, Jose.
2: No, but <laughs> what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, all right, we can both like not to get into wrestling. We already established that the theory is. WWE is going to, uh, to Amazon, correct?
0: That's, That's the a, theory. It's a rumor, so,
2: but it's rumor, not confirmed. But, correct. So you assume, even though I can see everything WWE, they're going to lose a chunk of their subscriber base once WWE lose, Peacock lose WWE and probably will go to Amazon. Correct? Sure. So sure, sure. it's a theory they're trying and seeing if I... Peacock can somehow keep my numbers at a steady number if I do this theory of getting the NFL games. And how much would it base and how much the subscriber numbers go up or down, and so on, just in case, because you know you're going to take a hit.
0: Right. I think they should have tried it. Personally, I think it would have made more sense to try it a couple times during the season because Nobody one cares. game in the playoffs is not going to prove. I, that, I think
2: that, I think that's wrong because one one game in the middle of season doesn't prove it doesn't work because one but game in the middle does.
1: season,
2: but three does. And They also yeah, charge people to watch
1: Thursday night football too, but usually people don't care about that. So
2: yeah, because they already got Amazon. Yeah,
1: and it's also just shown that you know most of those games are of low quality either. So
0: yeah, the Thursday night games were not high. Yeah, but Peacock,
2: Peacock, Peacock gets the Sunday night games.
1: Yeah, but they on NBC too, you
2: get that on free TV. Correct, but I mean no right. you ain't making no so a big throughout deal. Throughout this
0: throughout the season, they should have in my opinion, they should have put a couple of those games behind the paywall on Peacock and see how it did. Because unless they have a football library, it won't replace the Which? WWE uh fan base leaving. They need to create like a consistent structure for people to go to Peacock one game in the playoffs, like out of nowhere, I don't think that will do what they need it to do. So that again, my thought is I didn't, I don't see the strategy here for, for NBC. I get what you're saying. I just don't see it playing out that way. If it does, then they'll have done it great. But for the NFL, I mean, yeah, this is no brainer. Take a bunch of money and then don't worry about it. It doesn't matter who watches. You got your money. Anyways,
1: we are going to see how this all unfolds, and I'm sure they're going to spin this on how-, how it was a good thing, and everybody will know it's phony. So, um, again, when you hey, all get charged for the Super Bowl, when it's on pay-per-view for $100 a month, for $100 for this one game, that's what you get. Yes,
2: Matt, Matt, do you have peacock? <laughs>
1: Yes, I have Peacock by default, but
2: I'm I'm not yeah, worrying God. about me. I'm not worrying about me
1: and I said it from the start. I said it from the start. This is for the people who are out of the market for the people yeah, who have a hard like time it. figuring it out. I'm not worrying about me. I'm speak I'm standing up for the little person. Thank you, Matt. So, yeah. When we have too, when, when we have Margaret who is a lifetime Chiefs fan and can't watch the game because people like Jose thought it was cool to to pay for the game. <laughs> so uh, right. And then that well, Mr. I, should... I mean, people. I love small businesses. Anything we can do to keep the small business alive? Here you go. $6.99 $6. $6. $6. $6. you know, to pay for this game. Oh, and you know, I think I mean, it's for every see. single
2: Mar- you TV in there. Mar- Margaret's a big time shoes fan, you said? Whoever it is. It, well, it, well, Margaret's a fictional character. Oh, yeah. Well, tell Margaret the fictional character. If she's that big of a fan and she can't the, the pass over six dollars to watch the game.
1: Nah, they can't because her medic, her social security has been decreased so much. She's having a hard time. She has to pick between the game. You know what she could milk.
2: she, she could have got a paper route for all I care to get that six dollars. But right. her
1: inflaming arthritis thanks to whatever could have helped them could get him out of the
0: house And then she got then she got asbestos in the coal mine.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Anyways
0: let me tell Bumble you. Let wild me... Wings. There you go.
1: Well, how about those businesses? You have to charge all those extra TVs now to pay.
0: It's one TV. One TV. One. It's one service. You're not gonna put every TV on the the yeah. Dolphins game unless you're in Miami, which it's on I'm for free off. TV in Miami.
1: I'm glad everybody's okay with this.
0: I'm not okay with it. Free is better. You,
1: for you fans, also but... like. You think congestion pricing is okay too? And I then twelve dollars
2: and then twelve dollar sandwiches. See, I
1: see you're wrong. You're,
2: cool I'm thinking I'm thinking for me and only me. I already paid six dollars. <laughs> <my>, they <laughs> take my six dollars. And guess
0: so what? They're, they're gonna double that nice just because whatever. Shout well, out to a, future world heavyweight champion Jinder Hall. You can watch him on Peacock. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Man, when did that be happen? All right, I, I'll. We might save that for <laughs> questions. One more story, and then we're gonna move on. And let me say this: whoever this reporter is, be be glad I don't know your name, because oh. you literally asked the dumbest thing I've ever heard. A beat reporter ask an athlete. All right, New York Giants, right? Disappointing season. Daniel Jones gets hurt, um, tears his ACL against the Raiders in the middle of the season. There's all these rumors, Giants are picking six in the draft, that maybe the Giants pick a drafted quarterback. Daniel Jones is already on a walk year in his current contract. There's a team option to opt him out after 2024. So how can you tell me? There is some <laughs> reporter who asked a Daniel Jones face. Should the Giants draft another quarterback? you, you Oh my God. I can't swear. How do you have... The audacity to ask the current starting quarterback that, and he laughed it off. And the rare times I've seen Daniel Jones actually laugh, but I'm like, for the people who go to journalism schools and pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to get the degree, and you see this numbnut ask that stupid question again. Right, what's wrong? It's headlines what's wrong with that question. Because that's stupid. That's a stupid Listen, question. Man. Why would you ask the starting quarterback should they draft another quarterback? <laughs> should he, they replace gonna... you? <laughs> exactly. Use your head, people. Use your noodle.
2: <laughs> is, he, is it not known that he's going to be replaced?
1: Maybe, maybe not. They giant's are oh, a no lot of maybe, money. Maybe,
2: maybe not. He's playing it's, it's, this
1: year. He's getting paid $40 million to be a starting <clears> quarterback <throat> next year. You know what? I will say I will say and admit and this is the part I want to make this clear it's like if I'm in the early stages of dating very early stages and I know a girl I'm seeing is seeing other guys you don't need to know the information too much information. So having said that it would be smart for the Giants though I don't think the first round I think second second round, round they should Drafted quarterback. Now, the first, they need to get offensive line. The offensive line was so bad that you got Daniel Jones a um, torn ACL as well as a sprained neck this year. So I'm just like these reporters, these common sense. It's true. It's gone. How could you ask him that?
0: I mean, again, it got people talking, so that's probably what the thought process was. Like, it's gonna, it's gonna get people to, to talk. Yeah, um, fine. So, I good guess for, for you. Yeah, thumbs for, like, up. Buzz, you got me to but, do it. But, but yeah, what it is an the idiotic, idiotic question? Because the question is essentially, should they replace you? Like, you know, what I mean, so that's a dumb question to ask. But the answer is going to be no. Um, even if the even if the right answer is yes the person's not going to say that um so yeah I agree it was a silly question but I think it was
2: why, probably just to get buzzed. Why, why is it he's getting 40 million no matter what right yeah if plays, oh, suppose, 20, yeah. If, they, if some guy reported like do you think it's time to replace you I'm gonna be like sure I still get paid my 40 million right and he's like yeah all right I sit in the bench yeah people, right,
1: people want to play yeah, I think people I mean, underestimate how these athletes want to play games game.
2: He's trash. Not trash. Well, he's, he's, is trash. Daniel Jones yeah, has had the Daniel,
1: bad end of the stick and no. he has he proven got. that if he's protected that he actually has a pretty good arm and he is a comparable Franchise quarterback How many Maybe seasons he, have he
2: picked? How many seasons how, ma- season?
1: how many full seasons? He's only He was drafted in 2018 He's had uh-huh. five seasons Only one uh-huh. of those seasons He played a full season He was always injured Because he okay. has a line oh, Playing for his thank life Thank
2: you so guess what? He is trash. You five seasons, one season full. Because he's had a
1: trash offensive line and three different head coaches Listen, through three different offensive systems. I get it. You try to stay in that loss at the line and he's still here and he got the fat cop
2: contract. Listen, he
1: did. And to, if he and sucks, no. then they can they can literally remove him next year and I'd be perfectly
0: fine with me. I feel like for, wow. yeah, for 40 million they're going to play. They're not gonna let him sit the bench for forty million dollars. No, they're gonna do the same thing. Look at look at Wilson for he God's won
2: in Denver. a playoff oh. game
1: last year against a team where he was the underdog and he won. <laughs> he stepped up. Yeah. All I'm saying, I do think he could. He can. He's proven under pressure, under the right circumstances, that he can't prevail. can prevail. He's also hey, never Tim, had a solid. See, he's also had trash wide receivers. Matt, can I ask you a question? Too.
2: Yes. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow, when he played in Denver, was he trash?
1: Tim Tebow was a college was a college hall of famer. That's not my he question. was not I'm, I'm answering That's your question. Not. He was I'm answering your question. He was one of the best college football players ever, and he was not a good pro. And he's won a playoff game, yes. And he did get that
2: play to okay. Demarius Thomas. Okay. So Tim Tebow was still trash, though, right?
0: But he was
1: never from the start, he was in the franchise <laughs> quarterback. You can't he just was, give it to me. You can't I said that the he answer. was he was a trash professional. <laughs> So it's okay to win well But he was also yeah. never. He never had. The, he Daniel Jones. Let me say this. Daniel Jones is a better professional quarterback than Tim Tebow was at both their peaks.
2: I'm not disagreeing with you, but that's not that's not hard. A lot of people could be better than Tim Tebow in the quarterback position. Seth uh, I'm, yeah. professional. improfessional. <laughs> no, exactly what I'm saying. My point is this: just because five seasons, one full season, you can blame the offensive line all you want. But he's still trash.
1: Well, That's I disagree. It. I think, I think it's time to as move long on. as the Go plan get... is the line, he's good. Fine. You I know said, what? and I don't. And I want to be heartbroken if he, they did move on from him. You know but what I'm saying? When things right with, especially a head coach who has known to turn quarterbacks around, Daniel Jones is a solid option.
0: Yeah, I think he should so play next year with that contract and the team they're looking to build. I agree. So I- Giants should go trade for Justin Fields and call it a day. That's
2: what they should be doing.
0: Maybe. I, mean, I don't Justin
1: know. Justin Fields. Yeah. It depends. I don't know what offense they're doing and if um, Kafka's coming back. They, they're they having a mess with their coaches right now. But regardless, this is more about the reporter asking the dumb question. Yeah. But Daniel uh, Jones upsets everybody who I talk to. Daniel Jones, his whole career has been a uh, uh, Matt. People
2: well, to that report. All over it. Well, to add to report, thank you for hitting, asking the hard-hitting questions.
1: Ooh. Anyway,
0: wow. <laughs> Jose's like going big the... business and the mainstream media. Well, tonight. like I
1: said to this guy, <laughs> glad I don't know his name. Anyways, <laughs> let's now go with our questions though, and let's yeah. talk about the um, let's talk about advice and things. But for Ryan Jinder Mahal, who is trending this week. It was. Why should we give a shit about the very worst WWE champion of all time? First of all,
0: very worst. Subjective. (laughs) I don't necessarily think I disagree with that subjective stance, (laughs) but it's a subjective stance. (laughs) Can I
1: say one thing? Our, you know, the guy from Wrestle Talk and What Culture. Yep, yep. Again. Very mixed feelings on that guy. Yeah. But it was just so funny when he said um, the very worst thing to happen to the WWE championship is Jinder Mahal winning and <laughs> it's 70 plus year history. The very worst thing WWE did was put See, that. that
2: belt that's, on. A, that's
0: a lie. I can okay, yeah, yeah. It. I, I, yeah. I actually do agree that there are worse things that have happened to the belt besides gender. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, look, this is a, all because Tony Khan shouldn't be tweeting. And everyone's mm-hmm. getting really mad. I actually, I was in part of this discourse briefly, and I stopped because I didn't want to be part of it anymore. Uh, people were like, it's, you know, everyone's too soft. In the Attitude Era, this would be, like, no, it wouldn't have been. Vince McMahon, even in the Attitude Era, would not have been tweeting about WCW. Want to know why? Because he was winning. Would Eric Bischoff have been tweeting, even though he was telling Tony Khan to stop last night? Absolutely. The loser is absolutely going to big dog or trying big dog when they're the little guy, but Tony Khan tweeted and it kind of came across like a shot at gender. I don't think that was the intent in fairness to Tony Khan, but you just, you own a wrestling, you know, company. Just shush. Don't, don't tweet, you know, tweet out when your show's coming on, tweet out big events, tweet out links to ticket sales. You, there's a lot you can tweet out about your wrestling show. If you own a wrestling promotion, about the opponent opposing wrestling show is not one of the things you should be tweeting about. Also, he was complaining about something that wasn't true. Uh, for those who don't know, by AEW they have a match. He was saying people are down on it. I I'm excited for it. I don't know anyone who's down on it. I think it'll be a good match. So he what got match is this to, uh, hook and Samoa Joe. Um, they're building to a title a title match between Hook and Samoa Joe, and I think that'll be that's fine. I don't think Hook will win, but that's okay. I don't think Jinder Mahal oh, is going to win either. Jesus Christ. But, um, yeah, so the whole thing is silly, but it did reignite a love of Jinder Mahal to the point that he was trending number two, not in sports, in the United States. In the whole of the United States, Jinder was trending number two. He also came back to Twitter after being off it for eight months just to tweet at Tony Khan. And then he left again, which is really funny, too. So uh, a lot of people are going to watch next Monday, which is literally the opposite of what Tony Khan probably wanted. And that's what he gets for promoting his um, his opponent instead of his own stuff. There you go. You know, I mean, sorry. You continue. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Matt.
2: No, no, no. Uh,
1: we'll, We'll move on after you say this.
2: I have no problems with Ginger Hog fighting for the world title. Oh, At all, I he's try. I mean, he now I would have more of an issue if it was the main event for a Royal Rumble or some crap. Mm-hmm. It's freaking Monday it's Night Ball, Raw. Yeah. yeah, who cares?
0: Well, when he wins, oh, you need to stop that. Get that song bumping. He got his old song back too. He's ready. Whatever happened to the two
2: Indian dudes he was with?
0: and uh, I, I, I even mean, there no I more? I think they
2: got it, released. Yeah. Plus, he got the rub from the Rock last week.
0: Yeah, well, that's how he did it. He yeah, showed so up, I talked mean, to the Rock, and now he's a number one contender. No, that's,
2: that's how you do it in life. But all right, but <laughs> <hold on. laughs> don't hit your gender.
1: You know, um, I, I think we should mention this before the story gets too late. We'll do this then just one question, but the sure. Stephen A. Smith versus Jason Woodlock feud, right? It has turned. All right, let's circle back. Stephen A. released a memoir earlier this year, right? He um, became a New York Times bestseller. Um, this book was called Straight Shooter: A Memoir of Second Chances and First Takes. Um, Jason Whitlock, former ESPN employee, a colleague of Stephen A., he went on his platform and he went at Stephen A. for some reason, basically saying some of the stuff in his books are made, in his book is made up. He said, quote, these stories being told by someone who doesn't have a fundamental understanding of sports. That's what Whitlock said about Smith. And he continued saying, how did he get this job at ESPN? Right. So Stephen A. did not. Did not find that very nice. Stephen A. was very upset and he just took shots straight away and um he went on and he called him a fat bastard. He went on the podcast, his podcasts, and eviscerated him pretty much. And saying quotes like, You betrayed me. Did you tell him that? You bitch. He also referred to him as a piece of shit. And he also said that he went to his pastor, his family, ESPN, to apologize in advance for what he's saying. It's getting pretty ugly. Um This also stems, it seems, from some Max Kellerman stuff where Stephen A was very vocal about not wanting to work with Max Kellerman and straight up not liking him. And Jason Woodlock seemed to not be too kind to that. And it's turning into, you know, we go from one feud to start the show to another. Now, Jimmy Kimmel versus Aaron Rodgers and Jason Woodlock for Stephen A. (coughs) And um, some of these quotes from the podcast are coming out, (laughs) man. Some stuff, guys. Who side are you on, Stephen A. or uh, Jason Whitlock?
0: What do you think, Jose, or do you want me to jump in? Uh, I mean, you can go first. I'll let you go first. Okay. Well, I will say, watch some things on this. And Stephen A. 100% lied about his college basketball record. <laughs> he, got, he said he played one game, and he had 1.5 points. That's not possible. And then he said... I didn't get any points because I didn't play any games. But on TV, they said he had 1.5 points. So he 100% lied about that. But, I mean, to answer Jason Whitlock's fundamental question, how did Stephen A. get this job? He got the job by, you know, being a charismatic sports writer who impressed a lot of people at ESPN. Done. There's no gatekeeping. Whoever's gonna do the best for ratings, that's who they're gonna hire. They said Stephen A's got the gift of the gab. He's gonna be able to get us the ratings that we need. And they uh they put him in a position to do that. You don't have to have a weird, like Goodwill hunting sports statistics. By the way, I have
1: out. an immediate response from Jason Willock to some of these words. Um, and Jason, to me. I'm like, no, he just tweeted. Jason Willock, he just tweeted. Could you imagine being a journalist covering the sports media and the high highest profile guy at ESPN writes a book full of fabrications and exaggerations. And you're too afraid to address the fact that this, that the guy spent an hour cussing and name calling and never addressing any of these obvious questions about the truth in his memoir. Get off your knees at Andrew Martian. So he is a reporter for the New
0: York post. Um, (laughs) <laughs> what is this obsession? We've talked about it now four times on this episode with the freaking – this this truth. You must hear – stop it. Read the book. Don't read the book. Who cares? To answer Jason's original question, if you're asking me – and he's not because he doesn't know me – he was the more charismatic person of all the people there. <laughs> and so they gave him a TV show to be charismatic on. And then he did. And it got good ratings. So they kept giving him more TV shows. That's how he got this job. That's the exact. That's the only qualification you need to be in television. Oh, yeah. To get okay. ratings. Yeah, bro. You don't Just have some... to know a lick about nothing. You don't have to know a lick about nothing to have a TV show, to have a radio show, to have a podcast. That's the secret. Just have to be entertaining so people keep watching or listening. So that's how he did it, Jason. Who cares if he lied? It's a book. Burn it. D- don't buy it. This is stupid. We keep we, – we're doing this. We're doing this in every facet of our society now. We're like <clears> – <throat> we we're, we're, we're going to try and, like, br- browbeat people into authenticity. Who cares? Let him do what he wants. Goodness gracious. <laughs> well, to add some context, uh,
2: didn't uh... – Luck, that's his last name, right? Is that was yeah. his name was. Uh, didn't he get let go from ESPN because of the Stephen A. Smith deal?
1: I'm not, I can I quickly so. do some research. I'm not sure why he was let go. Yeah,
2: I don't think it he was. was I, right, I, th- I think, I think he was, but he was a let go like Steve Bashar, all the ones to Fox News. They all left because of something with with money, and I Whitlock think it was what Stephen A. One. did.
0: Whitlock is the one who didn't understand why he was getting targeted ads for, uh, yeah, inappropriate exactly. I know, Jason, I know who Jason went is, And so is what it is. I'm just saying we got to stop forcing our version of authenticity on the everyone we meet. Cause it's really annoying.
1: He Read seems like a crazy guy. Um, he released a two hour video questioning of Michelle Obama was a transgender last year.
0: It's it's insane. I'm just asking questions. This is those. Well, actually, people, those technically people <laughs> that Matt has decided to jump headfirst into because Pat McAfee is one of them now. No <laughs> the what about is what about is insane. <laughs> don't read the book. Just don't read it. And then you never have to worry about it. I know very little about the Looney Tunes on social media. You know Why? Because unless Matt says we're talking about these people, I don't follow them. I just don't read what they write. I don't listen to what they have to say because I don't want to. I find it annoying. I find it displeasurable. And so I avoid it. It's so easy to do nowadays. You avoid things you don't like. You find things you do like. And you're just happier. It's insane. It's insane. That he tweeted that I'm I'm mad that you said that because I was going to be level headed about this until (laughs) I heard his response, which was absolute nonsense. And it's the same thing we've heard every person who's been wrong this week say in the sports world. So that's crazy that they all have the same whatever, the same PR person over in Sportland, where when you're wrong and you're trying to be an adult, you have the same response to attack everyone in the larger (coughs) organizations because that's what gets the Twitter masses all fired up.
1: Well, when, when you put it that way, <laughs>
0: hey, tell me, you know, stop me when I'm lying, man.
1: No, no, I got nothing to stop you for right now. And um, it's just it's just been quite the week. How about that? The sports. Oh, man. And there hasn't been a lot of games. Well, I mean, regular. Season. But what? what we'll see how this all unfolds. Um, I think it was important we hit that because this will probably take over the next couple of days when we're not on the air. So um, let's see if we're still talking about it next week. Should be God, fun. I hope not. <laughs> but I think that that's enough time for today. Um, Ryan and Jose killed it as always, and we will see you a week from today back in our regularly Friday drop. So see you then.
0: See you then. See ya. This is a very productive conversation.
1: All right, fantastic as always. I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding the show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. Exit Twitter at ProdCovidPod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations and Facebook at Productive Conversations. So we're back at it next week. We have two shows next week. We will bring to you another tweet cap on Friday. Next Friday, we will be dropping the next tweet cap, and our friend Kara is coming back to talk about all things culture, pop culture, and maybe we talk about life things as well. So we're excited to have our friend Kara back. So she will join us. Next Friday. And then on Wednesday, we will be dropping our preview for the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. We'll recap Super Wildcard Weekend, then we'll break down the matchups for the divisional round. And we will keep on moving with what is known as one of the best times of the year, the NFL playoffs. So a lot of good stuff cooking next week. Plus, we have some big announcements next week that you do not want to miss. So we will... Wait until then, and once it happens, you will be very, very satisfied. And we have a treat for every single one of our listeners, so... Be on the lookout for that. I want to thank Jose Rivera and Ryan Page for coming on the show today. I want to thank Doloren and our new member behind the scenes, No Nocera. He's working behind the scenes with us now. So I want to thank Doloren and Nico Nocera for what they do behind the scenes. And I want to thank you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world, for supporting us no matter what and being the very best podcast audience Any show can have. We love and appreciate every single one of you. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. Once again, happy birthday. Happy 21st birthday to my youngest brother, Tommy Brown. Keep on making us proud. You are one great... An awesome young man. So I want to give that shout out. I want to remind you to always check in on your friends and family. And I'll be seeing awesome you next week. So have a wonderful weekend. Until awesome then, need it peace! With some-